Today, we are going to chat about prepping for time off for your business when you are a business of one. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Angela Reeder. And I'm Jessie Valle. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. All right. So I know we say this like every episode, but I'm really excited about this topic because (laughs) I think it's so hard, especially for those of us who are a business of one, to take time for ourselves to truly have a vacation. And especially when you work remotely, because that already means you could literally work anywhere in the world, Mm -hmm. how do you take a vacation? Yeah. And while we're recording this, at the time we're recording this, our kids' spring breaks are wrapping up. So we did just have kind of a little bitty mini test run at taking some time off for ourselves and our family from our businesses, um, which kind of helped inspire the episode because now we're a few weeks, well, a few months, couple months away from summer and taking actual vacations or just making sure to build in time off to spend with family and kids over the summer. Yeah, absolutely. So we kind of compiled seven tips <laughs> for how to how to prep to take that time off for your business because we know that a lot of the success of your vacation is going to be in the preparation for it. Which leads us easily into number 1, which is planning ahead. <laughs> <laughs> This is really important because, like I said, the the planning of it ahead is going to lead to your stress-free vacation and not having to worry about what's happening in your business or with your clients and customers because you planned ahead. Right. And this applies whether it's a short vacation or a long vacation or just an afternoon off. Just being up front with clients and customers and saying, hey, I'm going to be out this day or this afternoon or this week. And so they have time to, you know, throw any last minute, oh my gosh, I need this done before <laughs> before you go uh, and get that out of the way and let them know that, hey, you're going to be on your own for a little bit. You make a really great point that time off doesn't have to be a week-long vacation. Mm -hmm. Time off could be a few hours in the afternoon when you're used to working, but now you're you're not. You're taking the time off. Um, So that's a really great distinction just because, like, for example, I was talking to someone yesterday who finished their workday like at 3 p.m. because he was going to go to his kid's baseball game. Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do that, especially when you work remotely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did that a couple times over spring break with clients. Just as I would be emailing with them one day, I would just kind of throw in there, hey, just so you know, I'm going to be out of the office tomorrow afternoon to take my kids somewhere. Yeah. I will also say, though, that, and I have a really hard time with this, 
But I think about it from the other perspective. You don't have to explain why you're taking the time off. No. Like you no. don't have to say because I'm taking my kids to the doctor or anything. Like you could just be like, I'm taking tomorrow afternoon I'm off. I'm not going to – yeah, I'm not going to be – not, I'm not available. And that's it. And I say that because there are some people I work with that excuse away everything and it's maddening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I just want what you're supposed to do in my hands. Yes. <laughs> well, virtually. <laughs> okay. Which kind of leads me to number two, which is outsourcing tasks. Now, mm-hmm. even when you are a company of one, you can easily outsource tasks. So funny. I was recently on vacation and I outsourced tasks to Angela. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm not available. I don't want to do this. I'm on vacation. Will you take over for me? And she did. So, I mean, that was easy for us because we have a very similar skill set. But for you, depending on what tasks absolutely have to be completed, you can hop on, you know, social media and find someone and especially in a lot of the mom entrepreneur Facebook groups, they're, you know, they're, we're so supportive of each other that there's going to be someone who excels in the thing you need. Mm -hmm. That's what I would suggest. And if you're not comfortable doing that, you can always hop on some of the other sites like Upwork, Fiverr, whatever. It's just that I've found that by going to the mom groups, they get you, right? So they understand you. They get you. They're easier to work with. They're more flexible. So you do what you want. But regardless, I, I would encourage you to not be afraid to outsource tasks. And who knows? When you get back, you may want to keep them on for certain things that you've been doing that you've that are their jam, right. <laughs> not your jam. So our next tip is to set some clear boundaries. And this is really important with clients, with customers, uh, if you are outsourcing with the person you're outsourcing to. Mm-hmm. But just be really clear on when you're going to be out, when you're going to be back, how they can reach you if they need to in an emergency, what constitutes an emergency, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what can happen if there is an emergency. I generally take um, Black Friday off, which is weird for a tech person. And I always let clients know if there's an emergency, this is how you can contact me. And if I'm available and near a computer, I will do what I can to help. But I don't make any guarantees that I'm going to drop everything and like rush home to my computer to fix something. Yeah. And one other thing, a tip that I suggest is do not give out your personal phone number. No. (laughs) When we say how to communicate, like in an emergency, um, You can do Voxer, Mm -hmm. Messenger, like Facebook Messenger. Um, I recently – there's a – recently for my daughter's soccer, they had us download an app. Um, It's like the Skype version. Group me. I don't know how that works. Does it have to have your phone number? I don't know. 
all I know is that there are plenty of alternatives yes. <laughs> to not giving out your actual personal phone number. Yes. I suggest and you do those. Yes. And if you do have clients that are better with like phone and text than they are with Boxer, I suggest something like Google Voice. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing to have a Google Voice number for your business anyway. Right. So you can have a phone number that's not your actual personal phone number, but it still right. goes to your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And there, the Google Voice is a lot easier to, um, especially if you, like, if you know, if someone's calling Google Voice, it's a client, it makes it a lot easier to make that decision on, am I going to answer this or am I going to let it go to voicemail or am I going to respond to that text or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although... <laughs> I'm laughing because my Google Voice number, I I don't know if I've ever told you this, but it's one digit off from a local uh, restaurant. And so I'm constantly getting texts from people who are like, I'm so-and-so, install 18. And I'm just like, I am not a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) So like, you know how you can set up the um, like uh, automated, like, um, okay, shortcuts? Yeah. So on my phone, I was typing it so much that I set up WN. And when I type WN, it pops up, wrong number, no worries, happens all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I keep my my Google number alive is because I'm a restaurant, apparently. (laughs) A Mediterranean restaurant at that. I don't know how to cook that Oh, wow. (laughs) Anyway, it's funny. Okay, so you have set your boundaries. And next, you're going to disconnect. Now, this is definitely more of like what's happening on your vacation. But disconnect as much as possible on your time off. And sorry, I didn't mean even mean vacation. I mean, if it's a few hours in the afternoon, like disconnect. And don't feel guilty. Yeah. Turn off the notifications. Jesse and I remind each other of this a lot when we're taking time away to turn off the notifications on things like email, Voxer, Slack, Messenger, if that's a way that people reach out to you. Because we all know that the minute you see that little notification pop up and that bubble is just sitting there on your home screen, you're going to want to check it. Yeah. Resist that urge to check that and check in with your the people you've outsourced to. Mm-hmm. Like you hired them so that you could relax. So go Take relax. A break. <laughs> you know, also by setting those boundaries up front and just like communicating, if you have communicated it well, the people you reach out to won't even answer you. They'll just be like, why are you talking to me? Go away. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to answer you. Go away. Go yeah. <laughs> enjoy your vacation. Go, Go enjoy do vacation. your time off. Go away. So I would encourage you to make sure that when you are outsourcing tasks, um, to, to find, like, to set those boundaries and expectations with them and be like, now, no matter what I do, turn me away. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. That will help you. So basically, it's like it's not all on you. Also, 
employ others to help help hold those boundaries for you. All right, number five is take care of yourself, right? Like use your time off as an opportunity to actually enjoy the thing that you're doing, whether it's on a vacation or an afternoon off. Okay, I understand you're like, how can I enjoy an afternoon off to take my kid to the doctor? Well, you could throw on some fun music and sing with Mm -hmm. your kid or stop by ice cream after the doctor or go to the park because it's a beautiful day. You, There are plenty of ways you can enjoy your time off no matter what you're doing. Yes. Yep, absolutely. So just seriously, that's one of our tips. <laughs> enjoy and take care, like take care of yourself. Yes. Yeah. Because don't if you come don't take back care of yourself, like what's the point vacation? of all of this? <laughs> <laughs> So our next tip kind of goes back to the pre-vacation or pre-time off setup, which is to set an out-of-office message, which is just kind of like an auto-reply to emails or messages to let people know in case it's someone that you either haven't had a chance to tell or, you know, it's a client or customer that doesn't reach out very often or somebody new that you're away and that you will be back. And this is another place where you can set those boundaries and be very clear on, I'm going to be away from this time to this time. I will respond in this order. And, you know, I can or cannot be reached other ways. Like, when I generally set an out-of-office message on my email, and I've had several (laughs) people mention how much they enjoy it or how much they like it, I generally include something that says something along the lines of, I'm closing my computer and I'm not opening it until I get back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they know it's like, I'm not answering. There's no, yeah, there's no expectation of like, I'm going to jump in a couple times over vacation and check my email. Like, no, I'm closing my computer and I'm not opening it until I get back. (laughs) Yeah. And generally, and I'll also include usually like it may take a day or two after I get back for me to respond to your email, depending on how many things I have clogging up my inbox. Yeah. And speaking of that, it rolls into our last one, number seven, which is giving yourself breathing space. Take a day or two um, like after you come back, give yourself a day or two to catch up. Like a lot of times when, I don't know about you, but for me, the moment I get back from vacation, it's almost like I feel this pressure to be caught up and ready to jump back in exactly where I was at. It doesn't work that way. You have to give yourself a few days to get through the messages, to answer things, to get caught back up. Like you can give yourself that grace and that breathing space to get caught up And so it's a few days before you're back to where you were. Yeah. And that's a lot easier to do if your clients and customers aren't expecting you back yet. So last summer, I took a vacation and I built in several days um, after the vacation where I had told people I would 
be out until whatever date. And just in my head, I knew that the couple days, the last couple days of my time off was going to be sorting through emails, figuring out what I needed to do, prioritizing tasks. And as I went through emails, I would respond, but I would schedule it to go out on the day that I was supposed to be back (laughs) so that they wouldn't know like, oh, she's back now. I can just start emailing her. And I left the autoresponder on. So it made it a lot easier to get caught up and feel ready to jump in when people were expecting me back to have those few days to sort of prep and give myself that breathing room. That's interesting. So what you're saying is you should have your vacation and say you're going to come back on the first. I'm just making this up. You're going to come back on the first, but you tell everybody you're actually coming back on the third so that you have a couple days where you actually are working, but they don't know it so that you can do the catch up. So on the third is when you're like officially back, they can communicate with you and you are ready to hit the ground running. And then what I was saying is that, and, and if you don't do that, and if you can't do that for whatever reason, what I was saying is that on that third, when you come back, expect things to go slow the, the next couple days before you're yeah. caught up. So either way works. Just make sure that you give yourself that time. Like you yeah. have to set that expectation in your mind that the moment you sit at your computer, you're not caught up. And it's going to take you a couple days to get there. It's going to take a couple days. And I wish I could even say that it's going to be a day. It's probably (laughs) at least two. (laughs) Right. Well, and it's the same way. Like you're not going to need a couple days to catch up if you're just taking the afternoon off. True. But mentally prepare yourself. Yeah, me too. But mentally prepare yourself for the next morning to be a little hectic Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe start an hour early, hop in an hour early the next day just to kind of give yourself some space to get things ready. Uh, I generally do that. Um, I take an afternoon off each week because my kids have activities and I usually plan on being in a little early the next morning just so that I can kind of deal with everything that piled up the afternoon before and the day doesn't feel too crazy or like I'm way behind. Yeah. I really enjoy working early morning and late night. I don't enjoy working late night, but the times that I do are nice because I'm not constantly getting hammered with messages. And that's the thing about working in the digital age, especially working remotely, is people communicate at such a fast pace and people are so available I mean, can you can you remember the days where you would send an email and you'd probably not get a response back for <laughs> days? A day or two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and now it's like I can just send an instant message and expect something back in 10 minutes. And then you're right. annoyed when you don't get messaged back in 10 minutes. And it's like, dude, no, I'm not going to literally drop everything just because you have messaged me. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's this weird thing where we have simultaneously gotten more used to that asynchronous communication where you're just sending a message and then waiting for a response, but Mm -hmm. also like less patient about getting the response. Yeah. What was it? I saw something on Instagram or something that was like, if you wanted to, um, punish your kid or something that what you would do is make them listen to the the dial up tone before you'd give them their device (laughs) 
<laughs> like you have to sit here and listen that, to this before you get your device. <laughs> that'll teach you some patience. Exactly. <laughs> but it's only really authentic if you turn off the Wi-Fi like 10 minutes later because somebody called. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> uh, there was this thing I saw that I really liked. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. And it was something about like the parent, especially with teens, changed the Wi-Fi password daily. And like there was a chart or something and it said, in order to get today's password, this has to be done. <laughs> and as soon as the chores were done, they got the Wi-Fi password. That's Can hilarious. you do on that? Well, it's it's tough. I mean, I guess it depends on your kid because if yeah. they have a cell phone, then they probably have it. That doesn't anyway. really matter. That doesn't really matter. But if if they really want to use, yeah, like my kids. If they right. really want to use their tablets, they need the Wi-Fi. <laughs> yep. <laughs> YouTube becomes available. Right. <laughs> these things are done. <clears throat> Any hoozy. All right. So back to the topic at hand. And, you know, prepping time off for your business of one. Right. So we gave you seven ways to prep that time off, whether it's a few hours or a few weeks, how to make sure that your business is going to not flounder and continue to thrive even when you take a much-deserved break. Yeah. So we have, one, plan ahead. Two, outsource tasks. Three, set boundaries. Four, disconnect. Five, take care of yourself. Six, set an out-of-office message. And seven, give yourself breathing space. We hope these tips have helped you out very, very much. And we also want to take the opportunity to let you know that we are just four short episodes away from our 100th episode. <laughs> I can't believe it, Angela. How about you? I No, I can't believe it either. I feel like we just started this podcast. <laughs> I know. And the thing is, is we haven't taken a single week off. Right. Like it has been a hundred solid weeks of episodes. <laughs> That's almost two years. Oh um, my goodness. And I love it now as much as I did our first episode. Oh, I know. Now. This is so fun. <laughs> but we can tease to you guys that we have something very special planned for our 100th episode. So you do not want to miss that. And if you have any ideas of episodes that you want us to cover, let us know. Hop over to Instagram at Marketing Moms Podcast and tag us, send us a DM, like whatever. Just let us know what you would love us to talk about. Or if you have, if you're curious if we've had experience with anything, we would love to share all the things. And we can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're ready for next steps, free goodies, and more, head over to marketingmomspodcast.com. We'll see you next week.